Good day, nerds. This is Megan coming at you with another Cantina conversation. Today's episode features a chat with Sharina Harris. We're talking about Sign of the Slayer. That's available now. Uh, this was a really cool conversation with Sharina. I really enjoyed um, learning about how this she brought this book to life. And, and I'm excited to hear that um, there are more installments and that we get more of Raven. But um, either way, I'll let you guys get to it. Here is Sharina Harris. Okay, so today we've got Sharina Harris. We're talking about Sign of the Slayer. That book is available now. Um, Sharina, thanks for joining us. I really, um, you know, I wasn't like super into like the vampire stuff, but honestly, this book was so fun and I could tell you had a lot of fun writing it. And so I'm, I'm excited to talk a little bit about it today. Thank you for having me. Yes, I had a blast. I really did. <laughs> yeah, well, it's helpful because you want your readers to have fun too, right? So it's like if you're having fun, then chances are everyone else will. So can you start by giving like a little summary of the book so that people can follow along if they haven't read it yet? Yes. So um, this, if if you're a fan of, I always say, Buffy the Vampire Slayer meets Vampire Diaries. And, and, and basically it follows my main character, Raven Wright. She is a band nerd and, um, and it's, it gets right into the scene. And, and basically she discovers that first two slay vampires um, found out through tra- tragedy. And basically throughout this story, she takes this journey and realizes that what she thinks is her greatest weakness, uh, which is, you know, her anger is actually the source of her power. And so not just uh, with this first book, but throughout the series, it's about her mastering and addressing that generational um, pain to be able to fully realize her vampire slayer powers. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And it's I kind of love how that like the, the parallel with like, you know, women aren't allowed to be mad or we're just like, you know, called emotional or whatever. But it's like, no, I love how you you took that and spun it a little bit to make it like like, no, this is just being, you know, that's how she's going to take action. This is what's going to give her, you know, that that special quality like she's using it as her power and not like as a flaw, you know, exactly. And, and it. I've been working on this book for, uh, you know, off and on for years. And it took me a while to get to that point because I, you know, uh, another part of me battled with, okay, do I want to go there with the angry black young girl? Right. Because we know that Mm. that's a stereotype. And I was like, no, I'm leaning into this. I, I, I want her to be angry. And, and when I see people saying so that I've had a couple of readers like, oh, wow, she's really angry. I'm like, yes, <laughs> she is. She sure is. And and I and I guess it was a little bit healing for me just to be able to have that space to be like to express those emotions freely and that to be empowering. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I, yeah, I love that. And I, I love that part of her too. I mean, she's, and I like how you did the first person because she's like kind of got just really funny re- reactions to everything <laughs> she's going through. <laughs> so I, I imagine that's like part of where the fun was like just uh, kind of like, you know, just freeing yourself a little bit, right? Like yes. not only with the anger, but with the like, like she's a smart ass. She's like, you know, <laughs> she's, she's sassy. She speaks her mind. And, and I, I love it. I, I really enjoyed um, getting to know her as a character. Can you go into your background a little bit and, um, you know, how maybe what led you to bringing uh, Raven's story to, to the world? Ooh, OK. When I think about it, um, this really started out um, when I was a preteen. I really like I said, I really enjoyed um, 
Buffy the Vampire Slayer. And I would be so thirsty for any time that there was like a Black Slayer. There was like two instances uh, <laughs> of that. And then I just realized, oh, I want I want that. And that's just something I just, I didn't think about it a lot. I knew I wanted it, but it wasn't just something that was presence of mind. And then um, I guess fast forward ugh, the 13, 14, 15 years later, I knew I wanted to write. And so this book, many iterations ago, was that first attempt. And I realized pretty quickly I needed to learn how to write. <laughs> I was like, yeah, let me just let me push that over to the side. And I really enjoy uh, romance. And um, so I really cut my teeth and will continue to write uh, romance novels. And then so, you know, I did uh, three, started off with three books in small press, uh, then went on to um, bigger publishers uh, with women's fictions and romantic uh, elements. But I just had that story. I would always just, whenever I had time, would just kind of come back maybe once a week and just work on it, work it, work it, work it. And I finally had a chance in between projects where I could really focus on it. Uh, it was just one of those things, um, you know, with authors, they'll say, yeah, your first story is going to stay under your bed and collect mm-hmm. dust. It's not going to be seen, but I just couldn't let it go. I could not let it go. And so I just decided to dust it off, essentially, and just keep working at it over the years. Yeah, I'm glad you did. But I think that's like, to make it right, you really had to take that time, you know, and, and you had to go yes. through it. Like, <laughs> in years. It, you know, <laughs> yeah. Yes. yes. <laughs> I know. And I, I'm glad you did because it's, um, it, it's, it's really cool. It's funny though, like when I, cause I got the hard copy of it or, or the physical copy, I'll say, um, but I also did get a digital copy, but it's really funny because like I try not to get too intimidated by like the thickness of the book, but then I'm like, you know what? Like, I'm sure none of this, like, none of these words are wasted like i and 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 sure enough it's like because it's it's kind of like her origin story right and and i'm happy to hear that we're gonna get more um in the future too but yeah i just i just because i'm just looking at it right now on my shelf i'm like oh yeah that was a big book it didn't even seem like that big because it was like so cool to get it was really easy to get sucked into it and and i was like okay what's happening next oh my god what are they doing like what (laughs) i'm so glad to hear that because i fully recognize yeah, <laughs> I, you know, I, I leaned back. I said, "Oh my gosh, it's a lot of pages." And I was like, "Okay, okay." <laughs> so I'm so glad that um, at least you were sucked into it. But yeah, it's a little bit of a thick book, but um, hopefully not too intimidating. Uh, yeah, I no, I it is one of my larger ones. But honestly, when I would like, because I see a couple, you know, that are there's only a couple uh, books and my collection here that are a bit thicker, but uh, yeah, I don't get as intimidated anymore. Um, I think cause also because I started writing the digital version. So I was just like, it was just easy to kind of like have my tablet, you know, instead of like holding a big, big thick yeah. book. So I think that's why it was less intimidating. But then I, once I got into it, I was like, Oh no, this is fine. Like, I'm glad that there are still like 200 pages left. Like I'm just like, you know, <laughs> stuff like that. So no, I, I, I really enjoyed it. Um, what draws you to like the women's fiction, romance, drama genre? And like, cause you, you know, you've got books, still other published works. Was this, um, is this something that you like 
this is like you 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 took it like down a paranormal route and like maybe like a fantasy urban fantasy however you know sometimes they call it that so did you did you like have any big lessons learned did you kind of approach it the same way as like you know the other genres or or kind of like what was your process you, you know did you learn anything did you try anything different yes yeah, so it it definitely it felt like a different set of muscles so it was good because i had the foundational or I feel like I had the foundational learning and training of telling a story, which when I first wrote that the, the first iteration of this book, I didn't have that foundation. Mm. But this one, for me, it was it was a joy, but it was different for sure in the world building sense. And absolutely, it's still set in a in contemporary world, right? Mm-hmm. Simon the Slayer as a women's fiction, you know, minus fangs, right? For for many <laughs> other <laughs> other settings, and the the world building, the magical systems, and the details were absolutely different, and um, and and that part was um, challenging and uh, in the best way possible. And I think that was the part that just took me a while to come back to and to really add into it. So a lot of these, um, you know, a lot of the details and the magical systems and the powers, those are just things I've been, you know, working through again over the past decade. So this is, and we're getting ideas from different shows or different books and it just compounded to different things. So Mm -hmm. I really took my time with this book, I had the leisure, it wasn't contracted. I had the leisure of time to, to be able to really sit mm. with the characters for a while. Whereas um, for, you know, my women's fiction, my romance, I can, I can write that and, you know, uh, ugly draft in six weeks and, you know, make it pretty, you know, maybe yeah. two or three or four months after, or pretty in my uh, opinion, <laughs> two <Yeah>. or three <laughs> months after that. So it, it's, it's still challenging right it's just a different set of challenges whereas some people may really excel in naturally and be more naturally gifted in that world building sense i just had to sit with it a little bit but it's one of the things i enjoy doing most i enjoy sure, it yeah. like, i yeah. love it it's one of my most favorite things to do um and i've been working on other projects that that has given me the space to be creative in that way that was a really long-winded answer. That's okay. I, I tend to ramble on when I ask my questions, so it's fine. <laughs> no, but that, yeah, that's that's good, though. That's a good point where it's like, you know, in order to tap into that, like, you kind of have to tap into what you already know, and then you figure out a way to, like, yeah, like, use these skills that were kind of maybe... You, you like you probably had them all along. You just kind of had to like bring them out to the surface and and use what you've learned so far, you know, and and to try out something new. So that's no, that's really cool. Um, kind of like hopping on back of that. Um, was there like any research involved or like because I know it's you know it's set in a like a paranormal, it's like a paranormal story type setting, but um, you know, like did you have to like research any like vampire lore or I'm sure like you know the history part of it too, um, things like that. How how did that go? Yes, a lot of research. So I did uh, a lot of research um, regarding alchemy because my vampire slayers, those, those are the powers that they use to uh, to defeat or fight with vampires. Uh, I also um, went uh, booked a trip to Egypt in um, October 2019, and I had a chance to really uh, 
do a deeper dive into alchemy, into that some of the, a lot of the historical things that I have within the book and actually had a chance to uh, visit the library. So a lot of some of the uh, more ideas were sparked from that trip as well. So, yes, uh, quite a lot of research uh, documentaries as well. I, and I tend to do that for all of my books. It's just, okay. you know, depending on the character and how in depth I need to know, but it, cause it helps me almost, um, I don't know if this is the right term to use, almost like chan- like channel the character just a little bit um, better and have that deeper point of view. If mm. I understand what they do, what their trade is, what their powers are. And uh, it's just so fortunate to, to have that trip right before um, the pandemic really. Oh gosh. Before. Yeah. So that was, that was amazing. And I'm really glad I had a chance to do that. That's awesome. Like Egypt. Yeah. I guess I, w- I would think cause like, because it's not like your story is like set in that region, but I, I imagine it was like still you wanted to go there to really get the feel for everything and to do that research that unfortunately you don't have the opportunity or the resources uh, to do, or at least not as well. Right. So I think that's so cool. Yeah. That's yes. so cool that you were able to do that. And, and yeah, like before, you know, the world was set on fire and like, <laughs> yes. I was like, I'm so, and my friend and my husband, they forced me to do it. They like, just go. And I was like, eh, this feels excessive. And they're like, no, just, just go for it. So I'm really glad they peer pressured me into that. And there might be some settings in the future books. Okay, uh, there we go. There there as well. So it was (laughs) Definitely uh, not wasted at all. I'm really glad I'm uh, I'm Oh, that's awesome. That's so. Did you went? Um, it's like I've never been in that area. Is it like really hot or is it like the Egyptian winter? I think I've heard that term before where it's like the weather's a little bit more tolerable. What's what's it like over there? It was fairly, at least to me, hot. I went in October, okay, and I felt and, and it got cool at cooler at night. Um, but it wasn't, we still wore like long sleeves and, and, and whatnot. And, um, but yeah, when we were in like, we were in the desert at, you know, certain, yeah, it was like, whew, okay. I felt it, but it was tolerable, but it, I, I did, I did feel, I felt the heat. Yeah. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I've never like been into any like sort of desert like climate. So I'm just, I'm I'm just curious as to like, cause I'm like, well, there's, you know, there's like foliage, right? Like there's plants, there's trees, but like, I guess it's, it's just sporadic. I don't know. I don't know anything about that area. <laughs> it is. Yeah. The Well, at least the places, you know, that I, cause I went to a lot of the more of the touristy places sure. here and stuff. So, you know, outside of that, it was just like, felt like, like flat desert. Yeah. And, um, also I did uh, really, I had a chance to tour, do a, like a river cruise on the Nile. That was oh uh, nice, so amazing. So amazing. Oh, so that yeah. sounds so fun. <laughs> Oh, that's so cool. I don't know. When when when's my next trip? I'm no I'm not sure if it's gonna be Egypt though. <laughs> it yeah. sounds really cool. Yeah, it's um yeah, that was one of my favorite trips. It now it's Japan. I just got back from Japan Ooh, Saturday. Nice. Oh, I so think now, I saw pictures on your like, and your Instagram. Yeah. Yeah. Just edged out, but I was like, whoa, that was such an amazing trip. So 
Yeah, definitely put it on your list, but I understand you have other. <laughs> I know. Yeah, I think yeah, maybe the next trip that I really do want to, I mean, I Switzerland seems really nice. But then again, I don't like it just depends on the time of year. Right. But yeah, I think I don't know. I've got two kids. So I'm just like, OK, do I want to bring them? Probably not. Like, I want to take them places, but then I know that I'm probably going to have more fun without them. So, <laughs> so it just, uh, you know, I, just depends. I it's like they don't need a passport yet i think we're okay like they you know it's all right um i I get it (laughs) (laughs) um so kind of oh you you touched touched on this a little bit earlier what were like the more challenging parts to write and then the more enjoyable parts to write i will start with enjoyable Mm -hmm. uh definitely raven i love being in her quote unquote skin. It was just and 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 seeing how sounds like I'm not writing the book when I say seeing how she reacts to things. But mm-hmm. yeah. putting, dropping her into these situations and it was just she's one of my favorite characters that I've ever written. And that was so much fun. So I think mm-hmm. that was the most even beyond world building I love world building. Um that was a lot of fun. The The thing that was not as enjoyable is just the, at a timeline, and I would have to kind of just make sure that the time, even the, the stuff that you don't see on page, mm. you know, starting off with that, uh, <laughs> the father of vampires, and just making sure everything aligned, because it's like, all right, if I'm going to go there historically, I got to make sure things match up. And I will mm. say, oh, I have this idea. And then I may have to nix the idea because it just didn't line up, which is crazy because it's a it's a book about vampires. It's fantasy. <laughs> so it's like I could pro- I could have been a little bit more liberal, but I tried to make it. Yes, it's fantastical. It's fun. But I tried to stick to things that happen in history that would coincide that you may not see in book one, but certainly book two and three mm-hmm. or maybe just making sure that 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 through line that it, it totally made sense and then all the rules it's part of world building but making sure i didn't break a rule yeah you have to be consistent (laughs) i would have like my little my story bible uh, on one screen and then writing and i would just all right yeah no no that's good that's good yeah yeah I know it is funny like when you're world building like fantasy it's like yeah you could do whatever you want but you have to be consistent like you have to like you have to remember these details like whatever details you make up you have to like make sure that you're you're staying true to them because I think I imagine it's like with so much freedom it can almost be like a little bit more like difficult at times because yes it's like I anything like, goes I just make yeah. it up but yeah. you know like no all the rules Sharina <laughs> right right you're like talking to yourself like oh come on Sharina we talked about this <laughs> all the time <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny um so I don't know if you do this in your other work with your navigating between the points of view. Like, um, how did you, you know, when you had to switch between uh, Raven and, and Kamari, like, you know, from their point of views, like, so how, what was like your process with that? I just kind of want to explore that. Cause sometimes I don't know if authors like, you know, sometimes have a difficult, you know, if they're switch, you know, they're writing from the point of view of a different, um, you know, different gender or different age or different, you know, so like, how did, how did you kind of like get in the headspace to switch back and forth like that? 
So this is going to show how dramatic I am. I am <laughs> fully aware and I've embraced it uh, most recently. <laughs> this. Uh, but I will say I don't, I try to avoid writing two different point of views in the same writing session in the same day. So if I am that character, I can really dive deep and I don't have to like switch and get inside from Raven to Kamari. So I write it on right their point of views, their chapters, which is easy to do because I break it out by chapters mm. uh, on separate days. Now, <laughs> I have, I've created playlist basically that will help me get into the mode of the character um, for because I identify as a woman it's easier for me to 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 get into Raven's point of view and so I'll do things I'll have things that I think that she may like uh like scents uh candles right or shoes that she would wear or clothes. Again, I know I'm dramatic. I understand. <laughs> like, it's like method acting, but I'm not an actor, right? And then for for Kamari, who's a little bit more sad, I, you know, get into get music really helps me, you know, connect with that. And so I have masculines, quote unquote, can't like, you know, steal candles from what I would buy for my husband just to kind of get into that that sandalwood blah 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 yeah. <laughs> right and uh you know try to get into that get into his head now with my working on this for years upon years it was just a little bit easier to get into to get into it and i can usually just do it with music and sense but yeah that's what <laughs> oh gosh Someone's going to be like, wow, really? But yeah, that's what I do to get into like the characters. And I do it for all of my books. Yeah, yeah. I think that makes sense, though. I think a lot of authors kind of do the same thing. Like, you know, it's like kind of, you know, setting what, I, what for lack of better words, like a trigger, right? Like setting your brain, like getting in the mindset and like the, the smells. I think that that might be a new one. I've heard people playing music um, and like they'll have a playlist, but I think the smells that make so much sense because it, it's like really strongly tied to like memory and everything. Yes. So that's so cool. Oh, that's so fun. Yeah. So, so I was just curious because sometimes authors, yeah, they all have a process. You do what works for you. Like, it's okay. <laughs> just a few more questions before we wrap up so what um what do you hope readers get out of out of raven's story out of this book i i loved it when you said earlier i had a lot of fun with this book right and i there's some themes in there right and and um that i think are can be deemed as a series and i definitely put her um, through the ringer, but I want them to have that thread of hope. And I think that's what I like about writing young adult um, teen novels. It's just that they still have that that levity. And that's why I leaned into her humor and, and how she would react to certain things that is just, you know, the not quite and hopefully never will be jaded, right? So kind yeah. of keeping that, that effervescence, that, that, that usefulness. So I, and I hope that they can just have that that fun youth effervescent in, in in the face of darkness that's what i hope they get out of it and also have fun like this yeah. is just 
is a fun, this is a fun book. I don't know if this is going to, you know, not going to win any, you know, uh, necessarily publishers for that, but <laughs> I just want you to have a, have a good time and be entertained, but also that little thread of just mm. being able to have that hope in, in the face of darkness. That's what I hope they get out of it. Yeah, because Raven's, you know, she, her, her, you know, her backstory is like, it's, it's a little heartbreaking. And because it is kind of like a coming of age almost, because, yes. um, you know, she's, yeah, she's approaching like adulthood, but then she's like, you know, she goes through like such tragic, like situations right when we meet her. It's just like, oh, holy shit. Like, what? <laughs> like, damn. Okay. We're, this is what the level that we're starting on. <laughs> this is like just don't waste any time this is what it's gonna be like but she's good she's gonna be funny about it sometimes yes. so it's like <laughs> yes. do you usually write books um for for new or young adult teen teen books or is this like a new audience for you this is a new audience um okay i wrote um still working on a project so i had a project a teen project prior to actually uh, so I will say this, this book started out many generations ago as an adult fantasy, uh, to be honest. And mm-hmm. I was told that at the, in the past, well, a long time ago, that this just wasn't so they weren't looking for a character that, who looked like her. It was the market was a little uh, weaker in that uh, regard. Mm-hmm. And then I was, you know, given the opportunity said, Hey, you have actually more of a voice for young adult. Would you be interested in that? And I had already written two books, you know, mm. just to kind of get to. So it's some, I, I mean, I read, I read um, a lot of books in, in, in young adults, particularly fantasy, but this is from a published standpoint, absolutely a new audience, but it's just a genre that I love and have wanted to do for a while. So this was a good opportunity to, to um, pivot and flex my wings a little bit from that. Yeah, yeah. Use those different muscles all mm-hmm. together. Yeah, no, that's, I just get curious about that because sometimes, yeah, authors, when I talk to them, ask them if they're, you know, some that they might be, you know, trying middle grade for the first time. You know, yes. there are the different age groups, different, um, you know, genres and all that. So I, yeah, I just think it's curious, like really interesting to learn how, you know, authors decide to do that and if it was intimidating, which, maybe it was, maybe it wasn't, but you push through it. And cause I think definitely something like this is definitely um, it's, it seems like it does fit more for the younger audiences, like the, yes. the young adult. I, I, I agree. I mean, yeah, I like YA too. Um, I don't know. I don't know what it is. It's just like interesting following someone, a teenager's life as like chaos, you know, like, like wreaks havoc yes. and, you know, like, then they're just put in these like outlandish situations and like, Oh, okay. Apparently I'm the chosen one. What do I have to do now? Like, exactly. <laughs> exactly. And it's just so many great books out there. I'm like, Oh, so I'm such a fan of this category and we have so many great authors. So it's just, it's so amazing that at least I get to do my little small contribution uh, to this just wonderful wonderful category and yeah. age group yeah and i even like in addition to the fun like so like i was not expecting like half of those twists i was like wait what else is she gonna throw at us right now like what <laughs> <laughs> like just in general yeah. we're just like oh god okay i'm like wait what like <laughs> <laughs> 
I don't know. I, I, <laughs> it was like, ah, Raven. Okay, I'm freaking out with you now. You know. <laughs> I was so glad that most of them were surprises for the readers. I'm like, yes, okay. Mm-hmm. Um, I love a good twist. So that's that was a lot of fun to like figure out how to shake things up even more. <laughs> Yeah, because at first when I was like, I was like, wait, did I read that right? Wait, what happened? <laughs> it's like, okay, I just can't, I just can't expect anything. I'm just not going to predict. I'm just going to assume that I don't know how anything's going to turn out because I <laughs> will be wrong no matter what. Um, so what, what advice would you give to Raven? What, what advice would you give to Kamari? Oh, I never see that. <laughs> okay. advice that I would give I'll start off with Raven I I want her to to embrace who she is to not be afraid of the darkness to to really lean into her emotions to to not be afraid of that and and see where that takes her um, Mm -hmm. how powerful she can be Um, so I would suggest that she embrace therapy like (laughs) that uh that one of the characters had had suggested she do. Um, I'm I'm a big proponent of that. And um, for Kamari, (laughs) (laughs) I was going to say something really snarky. (laughs) (laughs) You know, uh, just be okay with telling the truth every so Yeah. (laughs) You know, don't assume that he knows best. Uh, you know, just don't assume that he knows best and, uh, and, 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 and try to be a hero because I think in his effort and being a hero that, that, you know, some, you can, you can easily pivot to the, to the, the, uh, a darker path that you didn't intend. This is, what is the, the road, the road Less of intentions or something. Yeah. yeah. Or no, uh, maybe I'm not, the, never mind. <laughs> yeah. The road of intentions is paved and go or road to hell is paved in gold. I can't, I'm saying it wrong, but basically okay. that, yeah, you know, maybe you intend on doing it one way, but because of the choices that you're making, you're on a path that you didn't anticipate. So just kind of, you know, don't assume yeah. that you're the chosen one. You're the smartest in the room and only and it's your way. Yeah, right. Exactly. But I love him. I love him. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know. And he's he it's not easy. I imagine it was like a tough decision to do what he did and, and yes. just to how to handle the situation in general. It was just, you know, it, it was gonna be difficult no matter what. It's like yes. no no decision, no no choice is gonna be easy or perfect or you know. And and unfortunately he had, maybe he had learned the hard way that what he was doing um it was like what <laughs> i was like wait you did what <laughs> like so but at the same time i'm like oh do i blame him probably not like i'm not mad about it like i'm not <laughs> and that's what i was hoping that you that the reader would understand why he did it but like oh man that's messed up yeah <laughs> <laughs> I'm right. I'm like, oh, you are wrong for this. As if I'm not right. <laughs> right. You're just like, oh, we're gonna make you like. <laughs> it's like you're gonna have this flaw, and we're not gonna like it. <laughs> right. Um, what's next? What are you working on that you could talk about, or any, um, you know, little details about uh, the, the, you know, the rest of the series, like that you can tease us with things like that. 
Yeah, I'll yeah. So um, taking a small, the smallest of breaks. I'm probably going to start back up next week, um, but um, getting back into um, to the series. So book number two, which uh, I have the very ugly draft. So yeah. I, I definitely I definitely know what's going to happen, and um, we're gonna. Uh, I'll say this: we've taken it outside of Atlanta, uh, mm-hmm. where it's based and there's going to be just a race to find another artifact that would give vampires uh, a bit of an advantage and you know Kamari is still in the rock in a hard place and um and he has he has a, a definitely a stronger character arc in this in this second book and um a lot more uh, Kamari and Raven have a lot, lot, lot more time together on the page. Mm. Um, so yes, in this, in, you know, in this place, that's not Atlanta in terms of what I'm working on. So I'm working on, I'll be, you know, working on my, what I call my deep edits for, for that book. And then I'm also, uh, working on a women's fiction novel as well. Um, so something with the magical realism, um, in it. So I think this is, it's going to be a lot of fun, at least in my opinion. Yeah. Um, cause I get the best of both, get a little bit of best of both worlds. And I actually have started that a bit. Um, so I'm going to focus on those two projects. Nice. Awesome. Yeah. I'm, I'm excited for that. I'm excited that you're, uh, you know, you're, you're kind of like, you know, tiptoeing into, you know, uncharted territory a little bit because like you've had so much fun with this one. Now you're like, oh, I want to do some more. Like, yeah, with that magical yes. realism. That's so cool. I feel like you could just do a bunch of different things with that. Depends, you know. Yes. Yes. And I, um, you know, with my women's fiction, I love a good um, generational uh, set in the South because I'm, I'm, I'm based in Atlanta. And so I get to lean into that setting and. Um, so I'm, I'm really looking forward to, to, like you said, exploring that territory. Yeah. yeah. That's awesome. Okay. Sharina Harris, sign of the Slayer that kind of, that's available now. Um, thank you so much. Where, where can we find you online and on social media? Oh, thank you for asking. So, uh, I'm pretty easy to find. It's at Sharina, S-H-A-R-I-N-A writes like writing, uh, W-R-I-T-E-S. I guess I can spell that out too. <laughs> and that's uh, across Twitter and Instagram. And uh, I am on TikTok, but I'm a lurker. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, my handle is like ridiculous because I came on early. I think it's like Rena, Rena, Rena 01. Oh, okay. <laughs> uh, but I'm pretty active on Instagram. Uh, and then on Facebook too, you can find me with my name, uh, author Sharina Harris as well. And uh, also check out my website. If you want to drop me a line, I always respond. So perfect. Awesome. Well, thank you so much. Like I said, I'm, I really enjoy, i uh, glad I got the opportunity to read this book. You, you know, I'm so glad the time that you spent um, perfecting it because it, it was very, very much worth it. Um, and, you know, feel free to come back. I'm, I'm waiting for this for the next one. So, uh, you know, feel free to come back. To. We can chat some more. <laughs> I would love to. Thank you so much for having me. I really, truly appreciate the opportunity to, to chat with you and uh, your audience. So thank you. Yeah. And there you go. That was Sharina Harris talking about Sign of the Slayer. That book is available now. 
Please check out the show notes for links to find her on social media online and where you can buy the book. Rate, review, subscribe. Follow us on social media, The Nerd Cantina and Cantina Book Club. If you need any book recommendations, hop on over to thenerdcantina.com to check out some of my book reviews. And if you absolutely love a book and are enjoying it, please do go ahead and hop on over to Goodreads and Amazon and give them a rating and a review. It really does help the authors out. And thank you guys so much for listening. Thank you.